My friends in Christ, the readings for this second of the Easter Sundays are a nice combination of idealism and realism. The description of the earliest Christian community that we heard in the reading from the Acts of the Apostles is so idealistic as to seem implausible, if not incredible. The community of believers lived in peace, we were told, and they shared everything in common, everything. They kept nothing for themselves. They met together daily for prayer and Eucharist, and they witnessed many signs and wonders done by the apostles. It's no wonder that we're told that the community grew by leaps and bounds. The note of realism comes, of course, in the gospel story of Doubting Thomas, and I dare say that story may ring a bit more true for us than the idyllic one from Acts, we who sometimes find ourselves struggling to hold on to faith, struggling to believe. But both stories are true, and we need both in order to keep our balance as we strive to be faithful disciples of Christ. The ideal church and the real church, the church full of faith, the church dogged by doubt, the church made one by the Eucharist, the church divided by controversies, the imperfectly perfect church, as I like to call it, this holy church of sinners is the church in which we meet the risen Jesus as Thomas did. Meet him, touch him, and find ourselves touched and transformed by him. And my friends, this holy church of sinners is the only church there is. At times we glory in its goodness, at other times we are disheartened by its flaws. In our more enlightened and honest moments, we're not so surprised by its ups and downs, its glories, its failures, because, let's be honest, they are our own ups and downs, our own glories and failures. For as you know, the church is not some abstract entity hanging out there somewhere, nor is it some out-of-touch, impersonal institution way off in Rome. No, the church is people, holy people, sinful people, people led by the Spirit of God, people sometimes weighed down by the spirit of evil, people like us. We are the church, and whenever we come together to pray and to serve, we touch the divine mercy that flows so freely to us in the healing grace of the Church's sacraments, the divine mercy that lives, however imperfectly, in all those we serve. Dear friends, in just a few moments, we will profess our faith with this family whose son is about to be baptized. We should be alert to what we say because our profession of faith with all its soaring idealism is our way of saying, along with the all too human and doubting Thomas, our way of saying, my Lord and my God.